Hello, Agape Church and friends. Welcome in to the Building Up Podcast, episode number 108. I'm David. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast as we continue our series going through the wise sayings of the book of Proverbs. We have reached chapter 26 of the wise sayings. Hope you've been reading along with us and listening to some of these podcasts as a um, as a, a guide or an aid for you in pursuing wisdom and the ethics of the kingdom of God and the person of wisdom himself, Jesus Christ. If this is your entry point into the podcast, thank you for joining us, and perhaps you would find it helpful to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes on Proverbs and read through some of those chapters. Proverbs has so much information in there for us. I think that it is, if you'll let me use the word wise, I think it is a good idea to make the reading of Proverbs a regular part of our Christian discipleship. That's what this podcast is all about, is spiritual growth. And so if you were to listen to a lot of our episodes before this Proverbs series, um, and really the ones that we're planning to get back into when this series is over with, it's really all about helping us to grow spiritually. That's what we're wanting to do on this podcast. And reading Proverbs to grow in wisdom and to get wisdom into our heart, I think that is definitely a way that we grow spiritually. And as we've been going through Proverbs as a church, that's one of the things that I've just been reminded of is the importance of, I, I want to keep these Proverbs before me. Even when this series is over, I want to continue to just find a way to have these in my, if you'll let me use the word, diet, um, the diet of my spiritual life, what I'm taking in, the food from God's Word. I want this to be a, a normal part of that. And I hope that's the case with you as well. So Proverbs chapter 26. Now, we're not really going to look at any big themes today. We're just going to take a look at some of the the passages, some of the key verses in the chapter, at least the ones that really stood out to me. Maybe as you're reading through chapter 26, you'll see some that really stand out to you. One of the things that you will notice in chapter 26 is there's a lot of talk about foolish people, foolish ways of thinking, and a lot of these Proverbs address that, beginning with verse 1 that says, like snow in summer or rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a fool. Now, a lot of times in the Bible, when the word honor is used, the base understanding of that word is to treat someone as valuable. I do think there is a way in which every human being is to be honored because every person has been created in the image of God and they have inherent value as someone that has been made in God's image. And so we honor them in that way. But Proverbs here, I believe, is talking about the type of honor in which you hold someone up as an example for others. And you point to them and their life and their behavior, and you say, that is someone who is an honorable person. They do honorable things, and you bless them with your words, or you bless them with some type of reward. And Proverbs says that type of honor is not fitting for a foolish person. That kind of honor should go to someone who is wise and who is living a wise life. If you try to give that kind of honor to someone who is a fool, it's like snow in the summer. Now, we we record this podcast in Alabama. It barely snows here in the winter. Uh, but if it was to snow in the summer here in Alabama, we would look at that and say, okay, look, something's wrong. Okay, this doesn't fit. This is This is not supposed to be happening. And and so that's the idea. Uh, it it just doesn't make sense to honor a foolish person for their foolishness. 
It, it doesn't make sense to hold them up as an example. Now, our culture does this all the time, right? Because one of the sins of our culture, according to Romans, is we approve of that which God doesn't approve of. We approve of that which God says is wrong. And foolish people live foolish lifestyles that are against God's commands. So we, we, we don't want to honor them for those things that they're doing. But even in, in, a, in a sense of a good motive, you know, I, I'm the kind of person who, at trying to make relationships with someone, trying to make inroads into someone's life that maybe I have the opportunity to speak into their life and invest in them. I always look for things about them that I can affirm and, and ways in which I can encourage them. Uh, and, and when you're trying to do that and, and build relationships, because you don't want to be someone who's a critical person, right? So maybe you have a family member who's um, you, you're you're trying to just stay in touch with, you're, you're trying to develop or maintain a relationship with them that is very profitable and good. Um, and sometimes it can be very hard when they're living in a way that you just don't approve of because God doesn't approve of it. And so you look for ways to encourage them and affirm them and help them. Well, I think that's good and right. We just have to be careful that we don't affirm their foolishness. We have to be careful that we don't say that's good um, when they are thinking in ways and acting in ways that are not good. Because at that point, we're really just flattering them, and that's not helpful to them. So we don't want to honor a fool who is living out their foolishness. We, we can look for ways to encourage them and love them and be kind to them that is not honoring their foolish behavior. That is not wise, according to Proverbs. Now we go to verse 4 and 5, which continues on this theme about interacting with someone who is living out their foolishness. Verse 4 says, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Verse 5 says, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. Now, this initially looks like these are contradicting Proverbs. I think there's two ways to approach them, and, and both have merit. The first way is to understand that uh, Proverbs is saying, sometimes you need to respond to a foolish person and address their folly. And sometimes you don't need to do that. Sometimes you just need to stay silent. And, and it takes wisdom to know which one is which in any situation. It takes wisdom to know I need to speak here. I don't need to speak here. I need to address this. I don't need to address this. That takes discernment and wisdom from the Spirit of God, and I believe He will give that to us when we ask. At the same time, I think another approach to these passages is to, is to realize that they're probably pointing us to um, the character of the way that we answer a fool. So, we should not answer a fool who is living out his, his foolishness in a way that we become like them. I think one of the ways that we might do this is if we get angry at someone who is living out foolishness and the way that we respond to them or act toward them is quite foolish ourselves. Uh, I, I, you know, I found myself many times in raising children in which you know, I go to discipline my children, I go to say something to them or correct them, and I lose my temper in doing that, and I end up saying things in such a way that really is just not helpful. 
you know, I, I use a tone of voice with them or I'm harsh with them in the process of trying to correct them. I'm not talking about being firm. I think we should be firm when we're disciplining our children. But I mean to do so in a way that is really just not godly. And I have found myself at times in my life apologizing to my children for the way that I addressed them as I was disciplining them. I didn't apologize for the discipline, I, but I did apologize for my behavior in the discipline. And I think that is some way that we can apply this, that we, if we get into an argument with a foolish person or we're trying to correct them in their folly, and we ourselves may find ourselves tempted to respond to them in such a way that is also very foolish. And Proverbs is saying, be very careful about that. Proverbs is also showing us that it's not good to always stay silent when someone is living foolishly or acting foolishly because especially if if they have a relationship with us and they know that we see what they're doing and we just always stay silent they may take that as approval and and because they're already wise in their own eyes and they think that what they're doing is okay if we're silent and we don't address them, uh, they may assume that's approval and they may stay right where they are, wise in their own eyes. So we need to know when to answer a fool in the midst of their folly and when to just step back and pray and ask God to intervene. And when we do address them so that, that they don't stay in a place of foolishness or that they don't take our silence for approval, we need to be very careful that we ourselves do not join them in their foolishness by the way that we act and how we think. That is what I get out of those passages. If you get something different out of them, by the way, I'd love to hear from you. So um, share with me what you think these Proverbs uh, are or what these Proverbs are teaching you as you're going through them. And you can use the email address at the end of the show if you don't have my uh, personal information to text me. Uh, you can get a hold of me through the email on the outro. I'd love to hear from you and how those passages struck you. All right, let's look at a few more. Verse 17 says, Whoever meddles in a quarrel, not his own, is like one who takes a passing dog by the ears. All right, so of course, if you were just to walk up on a stray dog and start yanking on his ears, I think most of us would say that's pretty foolish. Uh, you're probably going to get bit. Uh, they're likely going to turn on you. And so Solomon says, that's going to happen if you end up trying to get in the middle of a fight that's not yours. Now, I, I don't think he's talking here about peacemaking. So there are times where you may interject yourself in the middle of someone else's conflict in order to bring peace. And Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. They will inherit the earth. They will be called children of God. The peacemakers will be. So that's a, that's a, that's a good and right activity. Uh, when God leads us into it. But this proverb says meddling. So I think this is when you get into the middle of an argument that's not yours in order to take a side, in order to stir up some more controversy. Um, maybe you know there's somebody that you're friends with or family with, and they can, a member of your family, and, and they can defend themselves, but you, you just got to get into the middle of that squabble. And Proverbs says, you're probably going to get bit. <laughs> you're probably going to find yourself getting turned on if you do that. 
Um, it may go very bad. Wise people don't meddle or interfere in a fight that's not their own, uh, unless I think the Lord brings us to do that for the sake of peacemaking. Now, the connection there, continuing on, we can see in verse 20 and 21. And I think this is some of the kind of meddling, right, that Proverbs is warning us against. For lack of wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. All right, so one of the, you can put out a fire a couple of ways, right? So uh, you can pour water on it. Uh, When we go camping and we set a fire, uh, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, when it's, you know, it's time for bed, we'll just let the fire go out. We just stop putting anything on it. And when we stop putting anything on it throughout the evening, the fire will just eventually go out. Um, it won't burn anymore because you're not putting anything on it to keep it going. Proverbs says this is one of the ways that you stop a quarrel. You just stop talking about it. You don't whisper. You don't gossip. I think this is, in some ways, the this is at least an example of the kind of meddling that we might do. We might meddle in a fight not our own by gossiping about it. And Proverbs tells us that is going to keep the fight going. As a matter of fact, we see that in verse 21. As charcoal to hot embers and wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. There are people who just enjoy conflict. They enjoy seeing conflict, and they interfere, they meddle in a fight not their own to try and keep it going. And Proverbs says it is wisdom to not do that. And most of the time, if people stop the gossip, you will see a quarrel die down. You will see it go out. Why would we gossip and and whisper? Well, it could be that we're that person who enjoys seeing a fight. But verse 22 tells us that it could be that everybody just likes gossip. I don't know of a different way to put that, but verse 22 says, The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels, and they go down into the inner parts of the body. If we're really honest, uh, everybody enjoys hearing some gossip. Even if you wouldn't use the word enjoy, everyone is intrigued by hearing some gossip. It's like a taste of good food to our bodies. We want to take it in. And so we have to know that. That's not good, right? It's not good. This is not a profitable thing that Proverbs is holding up to us. It's just telling us like, hey, you need to know yourself. You probably enjoy receiving some good gossip. You might even enjoy giving some good gossip. But gossip leads to quarreling. And sometimes just stopping the gossip is what needs to happen to cause conflict between family or friends or community to go away. And certainly we should not be people who are meddling in other people's fights and stirring that fight up through our gossip. These are all things that are not wise. Well, we're really out of time for this episode of the podcast. Tons more wise sayings there in chapter 26. I hope you will read them. Hope you will consider them. I hope you will pray through them so that God can speak to you as you do and that you can grow in wisdom. Until next time, church, grace and peace to your family. Thank you for listening to the Building Up Podcast, a ministry of Agape Church in Pinson, Alabama. 
If you have a question about today's podcast or would like to suggest a topic for the future, please email us, buildingup at agapepinson.com. To subscribe to this podcast, simply search for Building Up from Agape Church in your favorite podcast app. Son, I've given you victory I can hear the sound